This is Fantasy Flicks League. With your hosts, Ryan Meharry, Mike McClendon, and Amy Ruffle. Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Flicks League podcast, the only movie analysis podcast that lets you in on the action. If you want to get in on the action, go to fantasyflicksleague.com. Start a league today. Guys, my name is Ryan Meharry. Here with me, as always, is Mike McClendon. Hello. And Amy Ruffle. Hello. And joining us this week, this Super Bowl week, uh, from the Goofballs podcast and a writer for SB Nation, the great Kenneth Arthur. Hello, Kenneth. How are you? Uh, I'm great. Yeah? I am very excited to be here and to talk about movies. Yeah, no, we're talking football. Football today. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, Ken's one of my favorite like uh, football buddies, and so uh, I, for those who don't know, I am a big uh, lifelong Kansas City Chiefs fan, and so I'm very, very excited. And uh, this is all I've decided to hijack uh, this <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the podcast I co-host. And, yeah, uh, the doors are locked. Yeah. <laughs> And we're and, not allowed uh, to leave. We're not. We're not going to talk any movies. We're just going to get into the real like X's and O's of football. Uh, Ken's like way into like advanced metrics and all that stuff. So yeah, I'm just going to let him kind of lecture for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your team? I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan. Okay. Uh, yeah, but right now I'm writing about the uh, L.A. Chargers and the L.A. Rams, uh, which is a little controversial for maybe Rams fans because uh, they're rivals, but. Okay. Yeah. Seahawks fan. But as a journalist, you can stay objective when writing, oh. right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, well, the whole idea with SB Nation is like it's a fan site like kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's been interesting. But uh, yeah, that's uh, I'll be objective. My microphone smells like weed. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine does too. <laughs> I've got a nose for it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining, but I'm just... just <laughs> Just, I thought it was just worth noting. <laughs> okay. I can never tell because I always sprinkle a little bit of uh, microphone dust on top of my weed. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. it's a, they've become one in the same. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. I uh, like it. So just watch I'm, like, I'm not opposed to it. I just I was like, ooh. I think these are good vibes, Joe. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, okay, sorry to we got, we got a sidetrack. So there. Ryan, your team's in it, but you yes. are a superstitious person. So uh-huh. where is your energy right now? What do you mean? Like, like, uh, do you think the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl? I will not answer that. Question. <laughs> Wait, can I ask one foundation question? Who sure. are they playing? The San Francisco 49ers Okay, and- who I fucking hate. <laughs> I'm just joking. I don't. I don't hate them. <laughs> and like historically, how have the 49ers gone? Have they won Has- recently? I mean, they are. St- tied for second with Super Bowl wins, right? All oh, time? okay. I think so. Five? Yeah, I think the Steelers and the 49ers each have six. five. Six? Oh, yeah. Uh, or no, the Patriots Steelers and Patriots six. have six, and the 49ers have five. Yeah. So they're, yeah. So. And they've been in the Super Bowl within the past six years? Uh, they went in 2012, right. but yeah. they haven't really been that good since 1994 was their last Super Bowl championship. But okay. Kansas City Chiefs, you have to go back to 69. Mm-hmm. 50 years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a long time. Wow. Yeah. Very long time. Um, so I'm hoping that it is, uh, this is our year. Uh, These but teams yes, I am are superstitious. Huh? They're like very, like, it feels like the 49ers and Chiefs are pretty intrinsically tied, at least like right now. Like, uh, you know, like Alex Smith, uh, like they've traded a lot of different little players around and stuff over, like that. Over the course of my lifetime in, in fandom, uh, the Chiefs for 
decades would just seemingly always have a San Francisco 49ers cast off uh, castaway quarterback. Okay. Uh, just like we got their scraps. Sloppy seconds. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're sloppy seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, once they were finished making love to John, Joe Montana, they, they, they threw him our way. Um, and so, yeah, there's like a little bit of a, a connection there. Okay. Um, but uh, no real animosity. Um, if no. the Chiefs lose to them, I, I won't be like pissed, you know. And they're both red. Yeah, it's the first time I think ever two. Yeah, uh, first time two red teams. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. And Which, it's not played at. Where is it? Where's the game? Miami. So is that a usual thing that they don't play it at one of the team's homes? Yes. It's, it's always like a set stadium, and like it's always a big deal for like cities vie to get the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, no home team has ever played in the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, okay. N- never even really gotten that this close. The Buccaneers close. came cl- got, got kind of close one year. I thought like a year or two ago, the best team was hosting the Super Bowl. Like not. The the best the city the hosting the Super Bowl had the best team and they didn't make it I forget what it was mm. but uh yeah yeah and who do you think is gonna win <laughs> <laughs> I uh, picked the Chiefs before the season Ooh, okay. uh, I did think it would be the Chiefs and the Eagles um, and the Forty ers are a big surprise like they were the second worst team in the NFL last year. Uh, and they turned around really quickly cause they got their quarterback, uh, back and they, uh, sort of were able to do the things that they had been intending to do in the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so that the 49ers are a surprise that they, I think that the two teams are pretty much equally matched, like defensively in a lot of ways. Um, but, uh, as uh, Ryan Mayhary, I'm sure at some point he must've told you they have the best player in the entire NFL named Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so I will go with Patrick Mahomes. I think the Chiefs are going to win. Doesn't your dog have a similar name? Yes. Uh, <laughs> his, his dog is named after, after the player. The okay. Well, no. It, then my dog is named Chief. And then, like, his middle name is uh, Patrick Mahomes, P A W. All right. That makes sense. I rarely ever call him by his middle name. <laughs> only <laughs> when he's in trouble. Yeah. Only when you're disciplining him. Yeah. Patrick, Patrick. Chief Patrick. My bones. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, he, he Now, it would throw him off if I, <laughs> if I, if I threw that at him now. Uh, all right, I'm sure a lot of you dorks are fidgeting. It's like, oh, they're not talking about movies yet. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll make fun of you, <laughs> yeah. our listeners, oh, to yeah. mask my own insecurities that That's I'm making what, this all about me. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not masking my insecurities. <laughs> no. I'd be more than happy to, <laughs> to do it, but I just know they're fidgeting going, oh, no, get, get to the, the numbies. Well, I, I gave up on football a long time ago, but uh, I am one of those uh, observers of Super Bowl weekend because of uh, all the standard stuff, commercials, halftime show, but also movie uh, trailers. It's like a common movie trailer dump. Right? Oh, you want? You know, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, it, a lot of times movies will get will get our first look at them uh, 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 during the Super Bowl. Remember last year? It was uh, uh, "Are You Afraid of the Dark." Is, we were all excited about those. Are you scared no, no, of the dark? Uh, uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. Scary stories to tell in the dark. And oh, there were such what lame a teasers. Down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they were, that was a bummer. Uh, anymore now, they usually kind of put everything online first. But like back in the day, there were sometimes where it's like, oh, this is premiering during the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I remember uh, Ang Lee's Hulk was uh, the trailer debuted for that. 
and I was fucking stoked. Uh, yeah. It looked so fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> she threw yeah. a tank, but it was not a good movie. How deceiving. It looked so fun. Yeah, and then it was uh, it was a pretty rough movie. I so, like that one. It's all right. Hulk? I bet it doesn't I bet it's not as good visually watching it. Yeah, visually. Yeah, visually it was bad. Yeah. But, but it was cut like a com- it was edited like a comic book. There was like panels and stuff. It was I mean, it was, he, it was a, there was a lot of bold choices being made. Yeah. So do we know in advance what mo- like what trailers are going to drop? Uh, no, I know one that you can is a pretty safe bet is we're, we'll get Fast Nine, Fast Furious Nine. I remember one that was didn't they do the Cloverfield Paradox a couple years ago? Yes, yes. that, that was, was huge. That was like everybody like go home watch Cloverfield Paradox. It's going to be it's on. It'll be yeah, on it'll as soon on. as the game is over. Oh, like yeah. we're, uh, oh, that's putting smart. it up. Yeah, and then like I was like. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Want to watch a Super Bowl and then fuck yeah, I'll watch a Cloverfield movie right afterwards. That sounds amazing. And then man, Cloverfield Paradox mm. was bad. Same. I did the same. I immediately fell victim to that trap too. Yeah. I went, like, went home and turned it on, movies. made some popcorn and it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. What's smart marketing though? Like your cat, like what else are people going to be doing on Super Bowl night? Like they're going to, that's, that's the sense. strength of Netflix, right? Like yeah. that's their big, like their, that's their little ace in the hole is that they can drop a movie at any point yeah. or a stand up special like at any point and it's like but man yeah like that was really disappointing because it's like yeah the trailers jj abrams and anything involved in that area i feel like they know how to like we can make a movie look really cool uh and it and oh yeah i wonder i feel like that should be um netflix should do that every year with the super bowl is like have some like drop something kind of new and exciting and like like well like a stand-up special seems to make sense too like that seems like it would be disney plus any one of those streaming services you're like fighting for eyeballs and like Uh it used to be like whoever was hosting the super bowl like nbc or abc they would drop their like most promising show like you would package the super bowl around like the Grey's Anatomy spinoff or whatever, because those were the eyeballs that. Yeah, like, I mean, it's would it's get. still a big deal. Like what comes on after the Super Bowl, and I think this year it's The Masked Singer. Uh, <laughs> they're doing oh a start, starting a new season of it already. Or wow. Yeah. This year didn't suck already. Yeah, it's like come <laughs> so on, dude. Like, uh, but I mean, it's fun. what else are they going to do? Uh, just getting back to your prediction, I think you're right. Like Fast Nine, f- What's that's the, rumored, or, or I mean, it's it's so they're doing the, this is new. Uh, so on the 31st, uh, which I guess is Friday, mm-hmm. uh, they're doing a trailer, um, having a trailer debut party in Miami uh, <laughs> with a concert uh, with uh, Cardi B, Ludacris. Um, like so many, so many people like just big big names like Got Miguel yeah. like, in there or something. Who? Yeah, Pitbull. Pitbull. Yeah, Pitbull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's oh, definitely that. Uh, so there. Uh, definitely his sort of vibe. But yeah, so they're doing a big uh, Fast Nine reveal trailer reveal party, and then it's pretty safe to assume that the trailer itself will be uh, during the Super Bowl. Also, go on down to the Fast Nine premiere trailer <laughs> party. We're gonna have Coronas with me, Vin Diesel. <laughs> is it? Is that your Vin Diesel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's Vin Diesel's ethnicity? Real quick, <laughs> uh, ambiguity. Yeah. Uh, he deliberately, uh, he's always said he wants to be ambiguous about it. He, he himself has sure. said this. He himself just, has said this. Just making sure. Just, <laughs> he's diesel. We he's all diesel. have dude. to police each other mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's diesel. He's diesel. Okay. Okay. Good call. <laughs> um, I would say I, I think it's a pretty good bet. You'll probably get um, a, a Birds of Prey teaser. I think a mm-hmm. No Time to Die, and then 
Black I got a guess. I got a prediction. Sure. It's probably too far out. Might not happen. This feels like a good Kong versus Zilla trailer spot. Oh, okay. Two oh. titans clashing against each other. Maybe like a 30 second teaser. Yeah. Not, not, nothing Just much in the movie. Just one quick shot of the two of them like, yeah. around running after each other. Yeah. I fucking hope so. God, that would... <laughs> That, that would makes get sense. me going. Yeah. What about like uh, maybe, isn't Christopher Nolan working on something? Oh Tenet. yeah, Tenet. I could see that. Uh, yeah, definitely. There's usually about like four to six each year. We'll get uh, another Black Widow. We'll get an extended Black Widow. That comes out in March. Like, yeah. That'll be in there. Yeah. Um, Eternals one it. would be cool. I don't think they'll do Eternals. I think mm-hmm. if we get another Marvel thing, I think it'll be maybe... Um, winter soldier and falcon and winter soldier disney plus i think disney plus i feel like needs to do something kind of big yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's got to be lagging a little bit right now yeah 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 and we talked about this but there's news this week that the obi-wan kenobi show is like in some trouble and might not come out when it's slated to be and they're shuttering production of it they're not so okay i think from what it sounds like stuff rumors got out of control uh, was that like the next big release slated for Disney Plus? That's the next Star Wars TV show. Okay. They've already greenlit another Mandalorian. That's going to come out next fall. That's a no-brainer, easy shot. But mm-hmm. the the next uh, Disney Star Wars show is going to be Obi Wan Kenobi with uh, Ewan McGregor reprising that role. It's set like six years after um, the prequels. It sounded. Really cool. This woman, Deborah Chow, who directed some of the best episodes of Mandalorian, is show running it. But I, I disagree. I think like it's it's in trouble, and they sent you and out there to like. Yeah, so give I a got, got pushed back a little fine. bit, but uh, I don't. They'll they'll figure it out. They're not like they're not gonna not do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it'll get made, but I think it speaks to like every Star Wars property has had trouble outside of Mandalorian. Well, yeah. Can I say something about Disney Plus? Is this, yeah, please. This is a forum to, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I, it do, I'm just thinking about this now, but it's just like talking about, well, like, what's Disney Plus going to do and what the Mandalorian and this Star Wars and Obi-Wan? And I'm just like, is there something just like gross about the fact like Disney didn't have anything to do with Star Wars? Like, they just, they couldn't even come up with their own franchise. They had to yeah. buy someone else's franchise and be like, we're just going to exploit this and we're going to make a whole channel where the only reason people are even subscribed is to watch star wars and star wars products like come up with your own thing for sure and uh, yeah eventually i think that's gonna start catching up to them and especially them but also a lot of the other studios i think i think franchise fatigue is starting Um, yeah yeah i yeah i i grew up loving star wars and i i think i hate it now yeah like every new thing that comes out like the Rise of Scar- Skywalker is the first movie I haven't seen in theaters. That's like a Star Wars thing. I'm just really? No, no interest in seeing it? None. Didn't see a trailer. Don't care what they're doing. Forgot what the storylines were. I just, I'm just so sick Mandalorian? of it. Like, I have to like follow what happened six years ago just to like <laughs> catch up and find out if Ray and blah, blah, blah or something, something. Like I don't care anymore. Yeah. What? Finish your movie in the first go around. Uh, I saw The Mandalorian. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> Mandalorian's good. 
Uh, I like Mandalorian. Uh, yeah, I feel like I, it gets like to a point where it just feels gross. That it feels like it's about making money rather than like wanting to tell a story. Yeah. And when like that line is so far crossed, you're like, I don't want to be a part of this right. anymore. Yeah, every yeah. Dis- every artistic decision seems to be like have like financial reasons yeah. behind right. it. Don't yeah. you think? Like, and I don't know what the whole story was. I'm sure I'm sure someone here does more. Uh, but like, it feels like yeah, the idea that there are people who have grown up loving this franchise and like it's like oh ryan johnson and it's just like yeah we want to be a part of it and stuff but it's like as soon as you do bring in someone like phil miller and chris lord or and or whatever yeah, yeah miller and, and they lord, like yeah. bring in miller and lord it's like at some point there's an issue and all of a sudden they have creative differences it's like who do i think is probably in the right i'm gonna say probably miller and lord yeah. Yeah. trying to do something that's like a fun creative way to explore what made them interested in star wars to begin with and then the people who are like in charge of the money too much Disney, money like, it's like, like yeah. Yeah. we've invested way too much we can't fuck this up we like it it just everything reeks of that like we can't mess this up just like like tense and like yeah we don't want these nervous guys who grew up with it mad at us and (laughs) and also there's that and then there's also and we need four plush animals we can introduce yeah yeah i mean you know they have to do that and it's like we've got we got this theme park opening up like like public opinion of this uh this property needs to like stay high yeah uh yeah They've yeah. done the exact opposite. They've they fucked up. They They're fucked just up. making decisions for the wrong reason. Yeah, it's like George Lucas had this initial thing that everyone always talks about, where he's like, "Hey, you take that. I'll take the merchandise." And they were, and you know, the studio saying like, "Okay, have the merchandise. We don't care." Yeah. And now all of a sudden, like, he was so right about that merchandise that it does become the story, and it does become the story of Star Wars. Is what do you own, or like what's selling, or you know, it's like uh, it, it has become such a merchandise thing instead of a. It's like the reverse of making all these um, toy movies, you know, like the Lego movie or whatever, yeah. where it's like, it's sort of just the movies now exist only to vehicle to, yeah, yeah, mm. vehicle for merchandise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's Star Wars is still a fun playground and they need to give, you know, filmmakers and artists like permission to go play on it because yeah, like I promise you, you'll have way more success that way. Yeah. yeah. Go back uh, to like the fun and like the, th- foundation it was built on you can probably get back to releasing a movie maybe every year year and a half like if you if you're letting people have fun and do interesting creative things like there's no reason why you can't have a, almost a, a marvel close to a marvel film schedule and that's the lesson learned from i would say phase three or whatever it was of marvel where they started to just give interesting directors films mm-hmm. like taika and like uh yeah. The guy who did Doctor Strange and then just left Doctor Strange, uh, you know. Oh yeah, Derrickson. Yeah, or whatever. Scott Derrickson. Yeah, yeah, I wonder what's up with that. Sounds like that was a definitely creative uh, differences. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was even the uh, public uh, statement, but it sounded like it was. Uh, yeah, pretty... and I heard that uh, even Carrie Fisher recently said that she's glad she's not around to see this. She uh, her, she said, <laughs> it's like, "I'm glad I'm dead." <laughs> Been talking to a medium again there. <laughs> Well, uh, should we uh, start crunching yeah, some numbs? Yeah, yeah, Yes. What a fun weekend it was. January is a blast. Just so much fun. Uh, coming in at number one at the box office was Bad Boys for Life with $34 million. Actually, really good second weekend. Golly, their second weekend was better than what we predicted its first weekend would be. This yeah, movie we, is doing so well. It's uh, at $120 million. I... I don't get it. And like, <laughs> I, I fell asleep during the, I mean, I, I get people have a fondness for that. Those mm-hmm. movies, mm-hmm. uh, it didn't do anything for me. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
I guess. Complete surprise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I haven't seen Bad Boys uh, for Life. Uh, first of all, well, yeah, no, I haven't seen it yet, and uh, I wanted to I wanted to go see it. I will see it because I do enjoy, if it has that Fast and Furious kind of lightheartedness to it, I will be very into that. Uh, I did find it. I recently watched Bad Boys, like the first 30 minutes again. I hadn't seen it in a while, and they have one really good joke in the beginning of the movie where uh, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are getting carjacked. And this guy comes, these two guys come up and, and this guy is like carjacking them and he's holding a gun up and he's like, man, do you have any, you know, someone, one of them is like, man, we're police officers. Uh, and the guy goes, yeah, well, I'm a stand-up comedian and I suck. That's why I'm taking your car. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that is a funny bit. Yeah, I remember like, like I liked the movie when it came out, but this one I just couldn't. Um, distance myself from the fact that it felt like Will Smith was shitting on Martin Lawrence the whole time and like uh-huh. no, like, that used to be funny when like maybe they were more equal in their careers but now it feels like yeah. that's just mean because the A-list movie stars <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Feel like, yeah, it's like Will's... less easy to watch when yeah. it's happening now Will Smith I feel like has almost built a career out of just playing characters who think they're better than everyone else and just makes fun of everyone around him Yeah, and I sure. feel like he's reached the age where that's not as charming anymore no. yeah. Yeah. Like, like, that's what I, was, yeah. I was just thinking about how much I love Will Smith when it seemed like he was having a great time in these movies mm-hmm. and I don't know if he still is having Yeah, a great honestly, time I remember movies. when I saw Aladdin, like there was kind of that vibe a little bit where it's like, "God, can you just stop fucking making fun yeah. of everyone?" That was yeah. not the Robin Williams genie of yeah. like, yeah, it was yeah. like a very negative. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, "Gee, uh-huh. okay." Yeah, and also know. this film just we feels s- like it's through that like Miami feel to where everything is like an irritating yellow that like mm-hmm. visually it's just so hard to look at that Miami's yeah. having a moment like do they have <laughs> yeah. the all-star game this year too I don't know but it is interesting yeah, yeah. it is having a moment and like the, because the Chiefs are playing in the Super Bowl this weekend <laughs> oh, <laughs> no you give me an inch, we're going right back I, in. I did Look, see here's this. the thing. We're going to have to stop the 49ers run game. <laughs> but that's like obvious. I did see this great viral clip uh, from like the Bad Boys for Life set where uh, like this seems like such a fun moment on the day of a shoot. All the cops are picking out their guns like off the prop table. And like one cop, one actor who's playing a cop picks up a gun and like brings it up near Will Smith's face. And he instantly like swats the gun down, takes it from the guy, like cleans its chamber, finds the extra bullet. Like, like, um, just looks like a person who's been around guns all their life. Yeah. Like, like yeah. it's uh. kind of show offy in a way, but also just kind of like such a second nature that he's like, "Hey, man, don't wave a gun in my face because it could have a bullet in the chamber." And it yeah. did. It's a prop gun, but it was just such a yeah. like, damn dude. It's, it's pretty you're, cool. You're just like, dude, Will Smith. You look like a guy he's who been, really knows yeah. your way around yeah, guns. He's been tra- like he's had to shoot a bunch in uh, yeah, have yeah. Seen movies. Have you seen that video of Michael B. Jordan? Uh, where he's at a gun range like uh, it's Michael B. Jordan and he's at a gun range yeah. <laughs> wow yeah uh, checking and, out library books yeah. for some reason exactly. <laughs> uh, and there's a, a there's a professional gun trainer guy uh, and they have an automatic semi-automatic weapon and it's like you know you're hitting at these targets and the, the trainer does it. it's like pop 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 and then Michael B. Jordan goes up and he does it he's like pop 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 and he's like a few seconds sh- slower than the trainer and he's like disappointed in himself I think and then but it's just you realize, yeah, like an actor at that level has to learn how to actually be at that level. They mm-hmm. can't just fake it, or at least if they want to be a Michael B. Authentic. Jordan or a Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. In like, the studio, making him. It's like, yo, you're going. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to that point. Have you seen, uh, it's a similar video of uh, Keanu Reeves like on a training course, and it's insane. Like, I think that's so... just from The Matrix when he goes into The Matrix. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Wait, there's, when Michael B. Jordan was doing the first Creed, he got like a concussion. I think 
And he was like, like wanted he did to get yeah. knocked out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, uh, he was like he was training to box, so he took a couple real hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird to think about like all the kind of like byproduct skills that actors end up with. Like they can yeah. almost do a bunch of things really great, but none of them fully. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, some people are like, actually, I think with uh, Michael B. Jordan, some of his trainers were like, if he wanted to do this, he could do it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, he yeah, could, he could box. He's, he's fit. got like, yeah, he's super in good shape and he's got like good hand speed and all that stuff. I've but. heard Tom Cruise on a podcast, you know, talking about all the different projects and like, like he actually learned how to drive a NASCAR car, you know, like he actually is yeah, flown jets, not mm-hmm. maybe in the sense of like yeah. the whole thing, but I've heard him too. He's funny on podcasts because he'll just be like, He'll be like, yeah, I was walking through London. And I was like, what if we landed a helicopter in Trafalgar Square? And then I was like, fuck it. We're going to land a helicopter. Like, yeah. like, uh, he just decides to, he's like, I'm going to land a helicopter like for this movie. Yeah, he, does, yeah. Like, he does. He does all this stuff. He like, like, pitches stuff that he wants to do. He, but yeah. also like in any other context is the person in your friendship group, you'd be like, oh, this guy. Like, when else yeah. are you like, sure, it's that's like, the normal like, thing all right, you want to do. Yeah, you, okay, yeah. you got to, you're trying to just feel something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, oh boy. Yeah, he's got to he's got to be dangling out of a helicopter just to like feel alive for a split second. Wild. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> he's a psychopath, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't you think so? I think he's a normal guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems pretty who's, like, like who's probably yeah. the craziest like celebrity just like crazy just there. from their fame. He's yeah. F- Tom Cruise is way up there. I mean, when Michael Jackson was alive like for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, Kanye. this stage is pretty detached. Oh, pretty yeah, but he's like, one. like truly mentally, like he's like diagnosable. He's not well, yeah, yeah. Like his know. his mental illness isn't fun to make fun of. It's all complicated. Tom Cruise's is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Tom Cruise also has that that a- a- extra element of like the Scientology stuff, which is so hard to kind of wrap your brain around mm-hmm. if you do live in LA. Well, someone is like telling you that what an influence it has. Just in terms of architecture. Oh, like, for sure. I mean, it's, it's just everywhere. Like in your face. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Constantly. Well, what's number two? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, Mike. It is uh, 1917, which is doing great. It's a big movie. Uh, 15 million uh, for the weekend, bringing its total up to 103 million. Uh, I saw this on Saturday. It won the DGA this weekend, too. Yeah. Holy shit. I love that it's doing so well at the box office, too. Like, that makes me so happy. Like, finally, I feel like I'm maybe... Uh, like a part of the, the wider population. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, something that sort of... Uh, War brings people together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right? It really does. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I saw it. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. I was like watching it and I was like, this is a really, this is a good year for movies uh, as opposed to last year, which I did not think was a very good year mm-hmm. for movies. Um, it's not my favorite movie of the year. But I was like, oh, I think this movie's probably going to win Best Picture. And I'm not mad at it. That's that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. It is my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. I, uh, I do think it'll win Best Picture. Uh, I was telling Mike before this uh, that, you know, I, I kind of put it in the grander context. I mean, really trying to think about it. I think 1917 is maybe my favorite prestige type movie 
ever. Yeah, one uh, that's like clearly like gunning for Oscars. Yeah, but and- it's like so pure and it's like so genuine and authentic, like that. I never feel like it is placating to a crowd. Like, yeah, it's not know? trying to do like heartstring tugging. Like, no, no, it doesn't dip into too much sentimentality. Yeah, sentimentality, <laughs> sentimentality, <laughs> uh, sentimentalism. Sure, that's what we'll cinema. say. Cinema, cinema. Yeah, <laughs> and it felt somehow like even though it was so grand and big and uh, obviously like war being a huge element it still felt like a small story somehow like oh definitely about the, yeah, yeah. yeah which i really it loved needed that to be i think just mm-hmm. uh, for what its aim was uh technically uh mike you haven't seen it i haven't seen it but i do have a question uh sure i, I have a question also for everyone uh what was everyone's favorite surprise moment <laughs> um well that kind of does serve my serve my question here because i was thinking um with best pictures, sometimes for me, it's like, does it stand the test where like, if you're flipping through channels, you land on this movie and you're like, oh, we're five minutes away from this scene. I've got to stop what I'm doing to watch it. Think, right? Like once upon a time in Hollywood, I think like you could sure. turn that on and be like, oh, we're five minutes away from this scene. I'm going to watch up to that point. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I don't think it's quite where once upon a time in Hollywood is where it's like, oh, like TNT or whatever uh, it's on well I guess this is what I'm doing for the next couple hours yeah I feel like you're not gonna drop in for like oh this is like a fun little like 15 minutes and then I'll go about my day like this is more of a commitment it has sort of it's going to I think it has the uh the ability to really tap into like the people who love like Shawshank Redemption and can watch that like at any point Mm -hmm. it feels like it's kind of got that same sort of audience so I think yes I think people will definitely stick yeah. with it and see it again great mm. it'll be around for a bit um yeah because some of the stuff in it is super spectacular some I, one thing i've noticed like it's so uh dumb people on i've seen some people on twitter being like you could tell when it cut or <laughs> like uh, that movie has uh, like that movie has way more cuts than like it's just as many cuts as any other movie i've seen <laughs> like, <laughs> shut it's up like, all right yeah cool <laughs> I think it's a pretty incredible yeah. pretty technical nifty. achievement. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty, it pretty neat. ambitious. I didn't think so. I could tell when it cut. It's like, well, yeah. Does that oh, one sh- one shot stuff impress y'all? I mean, like, I didn't even go into it thinking about, like, I went into both 1917 and Parasite, and, like, I'm trying to do it more and more, not watching a trailer, not knowing anything about mm-hmm. it. Like, as mm-hmm. soon as the thing comes up, like, go see 1917, I go, great, shut off everything else, I'll go see it. So I didn't have any idea what it was about or that there would be, like, one shot or anything like that. Yeah. So I, it doesn't even occur to me that that was an element for people. Like, to me, it was just like, oh, what a great, like, simple movie that was also very Did you notice it? Simple. I, I did going in with you oh okay so I didn't afterwards notice, you're like oh like, shit it was all one shot I, I'm finding out right now oh, <laughs> really yeah oh interesting wow. okay, like the movie's cool. whole designed to look like it's just one single take makes sense which I uh, think like helps you feel like you're so on that adventure with them like it helps yeah. obviously like it's a huge technical achievement but as, as a storytelling device it felt like way more yeah involved it uh, it high, ramps up the tension yeah a oh, lot yeah. I remember like the first time I actively noticed it was uh, in the first season of True Detective. Yes, remember that. that? There's a yeah, but it, it's just like you're like Ryan is uh, like you're watching this scene in True Detective. And you're like, as it's going on, you're like, fuck, this is all one shot, and yeah. that's not the first one shot thing I've seen. Like uh, Coen Brothers use it. Like like great filmmakers that, utilize the, this. That Goodfellas, that Goodfellas shot when they're going in through the back of the restaurant to uh-huh. the table at the front of, uh, is 
the first one that I was ever like, holy shit, that is fucking cool. It's just really cool. Uh, there's, uh, well, yeah, there was one movie. I don't remember the name of it. There was one movie. It's a, it's a foreign film that's, uh, it's only one shot. Like it's legitimately, it's like a two hour movie and they legitimately like went around ten. They didn't, they, it was not editing. They shot it. Like they like yeah. shot it in two hours. I mean, and they took like, a bunch of tries to like get yeah. it right. Cause people had to remember all their shit, but yeah, yeah like that stuff or rope, you know, Hitchcock's mm-hmm. rope is yeah. 13 shot or 13 edits. Yeah. Um, and that was very supposed to be like a simple one thing. And I think that maybe some of those in, in both of those cases, I think the story suffers a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and in 1917, like not at all or in true detective, like yeah. obviously that's just like seven minutes or whatever, but it's yeah. very, not at all. Yeah. yeah it doesn't suffers. get, doesn't get in the way. Yeah. No, it makes it more intense, obviously like yeah. all that kind of of stuff i would watch that makes me feel like just talking about that scene makes me go could i watch season one of true detective again right oh, now I know, right? <laughs> yeah maybe i could <laughs> just, just get that, that in I, yeah I, I, I watched that that one scene so many times yeah i was like just marveling at how uh great it was yeah. can we uh do can i ask a question please <laughs> yeah uh that makes me think of like the scene that i've watched the most like if, like maybe i'll just go in a movie and i'll watch a scene over and over and over again and that's mm-hmm. what i did with flight the uh the beginning of flight oh the op- uh, i haven't seen flight you've never seen movie? flight no have you seen flight no have you seen flight mm-hmm. oh my god <laughs> three strikes i know what i'm doing have tonight <laughs> Denzel Flight is a movie by Robert Zemeckis uh, and starring Denzel Washington, who is a pilot. Yeah, there's a moment like that yeah. where he flips the plane over. But like, just like, yeah, the, you see it, it. Yeah. Is it the opening just sort of flight sequence? Is that the deal? Yeah. Is that what you're, yeah. The opening is like, the flight. The opening is the flight. And it's like he's an alcoholic and like you're getting in the flight and something goes wrong. And there's like a. 10 minute scene of a of a plane going down that feels so real and yeah. it really feels like this is what it would be like if you died in a plane crash Oof. uh but like it's i saw that scene after i i mean the whole movie i think is pretty good you know but it's hard to it's hard to come back from a scene that's that intense oh yeah when it just something starts off with such a bang yeah uh like on a Honestly, I had the same situation with uh, John Wick Three, where <laughs> like John Wick Three started off with was such a bang. It was so just like insane. like for the first like thirty minutes was just nonstop like pedal to the metal. That uh, once it you know at, at some point it has to like take a break for you know the story and 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 all that. Uh, I felt like it had a hard time getting back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Scenes you've seen the most, maybe scenes I have seen the most. I will watch. Um, I feel like uh, what's the what's the battle in, in two towers? Oh, Helm's Deep. Yeah, I bought. Mm. I, I feel like I've watched the Helm's Deep uh, battles quite a bit. That's a great answer. Yeah, <laughs> because you said that, and I was like, oh, yeah, I I will live for that Helm's Deep battle. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, I don't know. Right off the top of my head. Um, maybe because we were talking about single shots, it's um, from Raising Arizona. It's Nicolas Cage stealing the diapers. Oh, um, yeah. Just the whole banjo run there. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't even know if that is. All, I don't think that is all one shot, but it, it's I love that sequence. Yeah. Yeah. That one's really good. Um, maybe just maybe because uh, Tarantino's in my head, but like the Jackrabbit Slim uh, scene in Pulp Fiction 
Oh yeah, yeah. I love the uh, the first scene of Inglorious Bastards in the oh with Christopher Waltz into the, yeah. yeah with Christopher Waltz going yeah. Waltz Walt anything Christoph. Amy yeah I don't think I really rewatch stuff I'm just thinking that I'm like I don't kind of tend to go back to content unless it's like something on the like television in the background yeah, yeah. I was just saying that to someone uh, that I'm dating that I was like uh, I was I was we watched Scream and she had never seen Scream before and I was like yeah this is probably my 60th time it's my favorite movie is and it your all time favorite movie it is yeah but, like yeah it has uh, more I loved sentimental it when it, yeah. value yeah but yeah that yeah, opening sequence it. of Scream is great too yeah like you could watch scene. that phone call it's so good about building tension. Yeah, nice so way. fantastic. Yeah. And like, and she, I was like, what movie have you seen the most? And she's like, I don't watch movies more than once. You know, it's <laughs> like, oh, I guess that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't like, I I'm like making up for lost time, catching up on things I haven't seen. Yeah. And so to give an hour and a half to something that I've already seen, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. I'll say this, that like talking about what a great movie year this was. I can think specifically about movies that I've seen this year that I can't wait to see those scenes again. Like for right. example, uh, I want to watch Parasite again because I want to watch the scene under the coffee table. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 or just that whole sequence. Like, I, I, I love that sequence. What's so fun to have a bunch of movies, too, that, like, I can't decide which is my favorite for the year. And I feel like that has been a while since there's been so many, like, up the top. Yeah. yeah. How many of the Best Picture nominees have you seen? And I can pull. I think I've seen all of them but Ford versus Ferrari, and I... I'm not going to do it. Yeah, that feels person. like a joke inclusion. You're the second person, person I've seen say that. Where they're like, <laughs> really? like, I've seen eight of the nine and I won't watch this ninth. Yeah, yeah. I'm so, yeah and, it feels specifically wrong Ford versus there. Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. I haven't seen uh, Marriage Story or Jojo Rabbit also, or Little Women. Um, I just caught up and saw Jojo Rabbit. Have you seen it? I haven't it? seen Jojo haven't Rabbit, seen no. I really liked it. Really? I yeah. Um, I though, got, I have the I had the screener. I put it in the Xbox to watch yesterday uh, morning, and uh, then the news, uh, the Kobe Bryant news happened. I was like, yeah. well, I guess I'm glued to the TV now for the rest of the day. Yeah. Uh, so. Yesterday was a, re- well, a very strange a day. day. Very yeah. surreal, surreal day. Yeah. yeah, you could feel it just walking around the city. I like mm. it was a very bizarre thing. To it definitely experience. affected LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being in LA for that, it was every everywhere I was going. That's what people were talking about. Absolutely. That's what yeah. Were talking I about. yeah, I was like kind of glued here to the couch, uh, uh, watching, and then finally I was like, all right, I got to get out of here, and, and went and played basketball, and I got to the game pretty late, so I think I missed a lot of the conversation. It was just sort of like thinking about it. Like Reagan called me, and she was sort of broken up about it and she didn't really know who Kobe Bryant was so kind of had to talk mm. to her for a while had to I had to comfort my daughter yeah. about a man and his yeah. daughter Ugh. dying in a helicopter yeah. I had, had, had to thanks uh, Kobe yeah. I think it's a strange emotional experience too of like I didn't really understand like why I was affected because you go well I don't know this person like it's a very strange experience because it does affect you even though you might think logically it shouldn't affect you in the way it does I think when something yeah like like if if you was like I I don't know much about Kobe I know he's a basketball player but then you see like other people being affected mm-hmm. like I think just you're a naturally empathic person and so you feel that too and yeah, but uh, the fact that so like none of us know him right like right. it's not, not personal yeah, thing. yeah but, and like why is one if you have, no, like, let's not more. assume I may have been his <laughs> best friend yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, you're handling here it today yeah, <laughs> handling it really well being on this uh, he loved movies <laughs> <laughs> I think him in particular he has a very 
complicated pass as well. He's like, an Oscar you can't, huh? he, He's an Oscar winner. Yeah. He's an Oscar winner. He yeah. won yeah. an Oscar he's, for he's that. Oscar. Yeah. It's his but he has a, a legacy that you also like, if you're going to talk about him, there's some warts there for sure too that like. Yeah. I think don't we like it's people were, you know, going on that yesterday too. And it's like, you don't have to do it to, right now. Yeah, like that today. conversation is going to happen. We all probably feel, for the most part, the same way. Yeah, you know. Well, like, like when they're when you start folding in that there were children on that flight and things like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like that's a different story. Yeah, we don't need yeah. to talk about. My heart breaks too. Of like there are what five other lives that we also like we don't know about. Like yeah, yeah. it's such a bigger thing too. So it's like one death shouldn't be worth more than any other. Yeah, yeah. but. Coming in third at the box office, <laughs> Doolittle. <laughs> what is that? What is that gross at this point? Forty-four million total. Really? Uh, yeah, okay. twelve million this past weekend, uh, which wasn't the worst drop off. Only forty-four uh, percent. But it's hard uh, to drop off from nothing, though. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Uh, coming in at fourth was our first new release of the uh, the weekend, uh, The Gentleman, with ten million. Um, it uh, got a fifty-one on Metacritic, so it's only getting you. 10 points if you have it on your roster. Not. Amy, you saw this one. You saw it? I did see it. Oh, shit. What'd yeah. you think? Did you fucking love it? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It was, like, embarrassing, honestly. Oh, no. And it was offensive. It was really... How like, so? It was racist. It had, like, strong <laughs> racial undertones, the whole film. It felt very much... The original script was written, I think, 11 years ago. Oh. I think it was called The White Gentleman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that they... like The, the way only they, gentleman can be white. <laughs> <laughs> And the way they treated um, like the Asian characters in it was just oh, horrific. No. Like introduced him as the Chinese James Bond, and like they literally like <sighs> rolled their L's into R's, mocking no. them. It was really like it felt really uncomfortable. This is a Guy Ritchie film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a movie that you know I say like I've try, I've try to avoid trailers. Like mm-hmm. uh, I've only ever seen the poster for the gentleman, and I hate it. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot <laughs> it's of annoying like, looking glasses acting. It was like oh, all these people wanted to wear funny glasses, and they did, and like they say the c word like ninety seven times. I can't, like is it I, that like really Britishy kind of way, like Britishy Irish? Oh, you're a fucking good. good. <laughs> but to the point where it's like it lost all its meaning, and you're yeah. just like oh, like here it was so. It just sucked in every way, this film. It could have been really fun, and it was just like... Mm. It says yeah. some of my faves are in it, too. Huh? Some of my faves. Hugh Grant. You love Hugh he Grant. Was, Sign me up. No, it was like just like a broad, like ov- overtly gay character that had no like nuance or anything. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me out. Gone. The, the weird, like Colin did Farrell you- was like the best character, and I did not see that coming mm. in the worst outfits, but... That uh, was the least. And you love McConaughey. I do like McConaughey. I like Colin Farrell. He looked like Charlie Hunnam. Lord, McConaughey looked like he was just cashing that check McCutty, and doing nothing right? else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, was he doing an accent? No. God, I, he I was, need to see him do a British accent. You know who I saw in the wild <laughs> this week? I saw Colin Farrell in the wild really? this week. Really? I've seen Colin Farrell in the wild. But I saw him with it, all the penguin weight that he's put on. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it was like a hey. it was a double blink because he's putting on a lot of weight for the penguin and his hair is like dyed gray sure right now. Yeah. We're <laughs> like, hey, Tubbo. <laughs> yeah. uh, a good, I mean, I'm going to give it at least a 5% chance that this is not Colin Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, why did I call this guy Tubbo? That just might be a, <laughs> over, just because I'm a bully. Old, <laughs> uh, I saw him at Gelson's. I think That's he, where I saw him. Yeah, he lives around there. Yeah, yeah I saw sure. him at Spitz and Los Fleas. Oh, really? Yeah. 
happen. Wow. But none of us had the guts to go pick a fight. I'll tell you who them. had the guts. Colin Farrell. <laughs> 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 that penguin guts on. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, Just kidding, Colin. Goodness. Come on the pod anytime you want, buddy. <laughs> yeah, would you come on our podcast? Please? Open invite. <laughs> Can you believe there's like a category of people who have played the penguin and it's <laughs> Danny DeVito <laughs> and, and Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a That's the next list. big Oscar is like they're seeing how uh, all these Joker roles get Oscars. Uh, yeah. Right? Right? It'll be the penguin next. Try the penguin. Yeah. Uh, coming in at number five, uh, Jumanji. It's just only interesting because it's like still doing so well, and its uh, its percentage drop off from last week was only twenty percent. Uh, that's pretty wild. It's up to two hundred eighty three million. Uh, coming in six. Wait, was- is the Rock and Fast Nine? No, no, you will no. not do. He won't do movies with me anymore. <laughs> I uh, call him. He won't do movies with me. <laughs> That's my Tyrese. So now let's do it at. No. One, now let's no, no. do it at one point five speed. <laughs> I had Michelle Rodriguez come Stop. over to my trailer. We switched some corona. Abandoned ship, my man. Yeah. <laughs> Jump overboard. Uh, I was just wondering if he would be at the Miami launch party because that would be very fun. Funny, but if he's no. not in Fast Nine, not gonna no, be there. he'll troll it though. <laughs> he'll For troll sure. them. Like they they fight, they pick little fights on Instagram. Him and, and how ben and real Tyrese. do you think any of that is? I think it's genuinely real. Oh my! Because I think The Rock, like he he had these Instagram posts that basically like called people candy asses and stuff because he was like. Yeah, it, it felt like it felt like pro wrestling, though. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe there is that he's being also, the heel like, for this. Get but. over, you're doing fine. Yeah. Like he, yeah, what, he's what was, in, this is the Will the, Smith punching down thing. What like, was the the, the beef can't. exactly? Is that like what is, is that those guys didn't work as hard as he did, or yeah. just like, like you know, like I think he, I think the Rock is like he might be like on, he's on that psychopath scale. Oh, like gets up at four sure. a.m., he works yeah. out for seven hours, drinks ninety eggs, and then like expects <laughs> expects everybody to be on set with him, ready to yeah. like fucking. No, that's your choice, dude. No it. one else has to do that. Literally. Yeah, Vin Diesel does life. not get up at four a.m. and yeah, drink ninety eggs. What are you running from, the Rock? Like, what are you working? What are you distracting? You know who gets up at 2 a.m.? Andy Reid, head coach of the Chiefs. Does he really? Uh, You stop it. (laughs) Don't you give him another in. I just read an article. Did you see the article of Peter King? Uh, Is it uh, Football Morning in America or whatever? Yeah, well, he... I haven't read that one yet. His one that just came out is like he spends a day with uh, Andy Reid. He's just going to have to deal with this, During Super Bowl (laughs) week. So he just did this last week, and Andy Reid, he picked him up at 3 in the morning because that's when he gets started. Shit. That's Andy Reid definitely eats 90 eggs and oh, oh, yeah. he just another, doesn't yeah, do anything to right. get rid of it. Do they talk about his diet at all? Like what he eats? Uh, I, did, pretty I skimmed insane. it. Oh, really? <laughs> but but is, do you, is, that, is that mentioned anywhere? <laughs> no. no? Diet is do you think I'm he eats poorly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. How fascinating for those guys to be surrounded by athletes, you know? Yeah. Like I mean, Andy he's Reed. always been gigantic. Like, like if you haven't seen it... Um, Go on YouTube and search uh, Andy Reid punt, pass, and kick. Uh, it's so punt, pass, and kick is like this little competition that they have. You know, kids do like ages like eleven to fourteen uh, to see how far they can throw a football, punt it, kick it. And uh, Andy Reid did it when he was a kid. And the <laughs> video of him as a kid, have you not seen it? I see. You've seen it. Yeah, uh, he is gigantic he looks like, like a man still yeah like just like, like he looks like how he looks now essentially yeah. just like this he's 13 grown man and he's so fucking big compared <laughs> to everyone else and he's got like this uh he's got the football uniform on he's got like one of those old-timey helmets and it's, it looks real too small on his head is it him as an adult doing it no it's challenge? him as a kid oh. but he's so big yeah he's so 
big. <laughs> he's like LeBron James in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, he's double the size. <laughs> yeah, Amy's looking at it now. He's, <laughs> it's funny looking. You guys yeah. got to check it out if you haven't seen it. If uh, you take nothing away from this, put that episode. in the box office. I yeah, say. yeah. If I could, if you put that little clip on a loop for two hours, <laughs> Disney Plus, you Disney hear Plus, or yeah. I want to see, yeah, I want to see it released in in theaters. I, I want that uh, big screen experience. <laughs> uh, coming in at number six was The Turning with nearly seven million dollars. Uh, this is, has a uh, Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, I saw. I, I don't know much about it. Oh, it's based off of and Mackenzie um, Davis. Yes, this is based off of a uh, what like the uh, the turning of the screw, right? Which is like that classic old horror movie. Or, mm. or, or she babysits book. them, and the kids are something scary. Crazy. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this. This is uh, they're doing another um, Haunting of Hill House, that Netflix series. Okay, mm-hmm. the guy who did that is doing an adaptation of this same story. Oh. So it's going to be like a 10-episode Netflix series later this year that'll probably be better. I think oh, it has a sure. 17% on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Yeah, 35 here on Metacritic. Yeah. Uh, I saw a commercial for it the first time I'd seen any sort of materials. And, uh, man, that Finn Wolfhard kid, <laughs> like he's trying super hard to be creepy. And, like, uh, he's, like, attacking this woman in a dream or something. And then she wakes up, and then he's, like, sitting right there, and he goes... Scary dreams. Like, I was like, "Shut up, dude! I could beat you up. <laughs> I could beat the shit out of Finn Wolfhard." I want to no, no. <laughs> he that scrawny seventeen year old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want I want the world to know, and if he's listening, Finn Wolfhard, I want you to know that it's it's not even there's not a debate, there's no question. I could kick the shit out of you, dude. <laughs> I just I could. It's just it's just fact and I just want you to remember. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm flashing Let's to this. Let's step into the ring, dude. I don't know why I'm flashing to this, but it immediately being arrested? Makes, No, it makes me think of celebrity boxing when Screech fought that guy, uh Arnold Horshack or whatever oh, the Horshack. guy who's like so much older than him. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and he beat the shit out of him, right? <laughs> yeah, Dustin Diamond just beats up this old man. Yeah. <laughs> They're both just like yeah, like sitcom kind of losers. who got picked on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's you. Yeah, and Horshat was like 15 years, 25 years older than uh, <laughs> yeah. Screech, and he it's pommeled them. It's the saddest thing. These two guys who are like, yeah, we'll do anything to stay in the spotlight. I'll let this younger kid beat me up. Did you guys, uh, you you weren't here, but do you remember like celebrity boxing? There was like I, a three-week period. Huh? I kind of remember that now that you say it. If there was another matchup, maybe I would think. I feel like they did like three weeks of it or something. It's like Tanya Harding versus like Lorena Bobbitt may have been. Yeah. And it was like, there was just a sad. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. There was like one that was like, there was, uh, they had a real fight or maybe Dennis Rodman or maybe, or he just did real wrestling. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was like the mass singer of that generation when there was just like anything goes. Right. And well, Antonio Brown is supposed to box who? Chris, Logan Paul, a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and the horse is like, I don't know, man. I feel like you have issues. Uh, Wait, no, supposed to, what? Like Logan Paul? Oh, really? Yeah. I think I Logan know. Paul's done a fight with someone. He right? did. He did he a did. fight with another YouTube celebrity. Yeah, oh he's doing. There's supposed to be scheduling. Uh, him to do one with Antonio Brown, the football player who like just went into court. Yeah, like, I mean it's not going to happen now. Yeah. But also, he wanted to fight a professional athlete who's still, I'd say, in his prime, uh, at least physically. Uh, he would have gotten fucking killed. Yeah, he would have yeah. gotten destroyed. Yeah, yeah. That Logan pulls an. It would have been so great. Well, <laughs> also, the Antonio Brown, the way his 
career trajectory is going. It's yeah. I have a friend who's in a Logan Paul movie. Like he shot this movie a couple years ago. And what was the box office? <laughs> well, it's not coming. Well, it hasn't come out because like oh. he's like very excited. Like I'm in a major movie, uh, and and Logan Paul was just in it. He played one of the you know a main main character, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, because of Logan Paul's yeah. controversy, it's like it hasn't come out. It's been yeah. shelved. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it sucks. I wonder. Yeah. I, I wonder if if the uh, Rude Awakening has started for them for the uh, Logan Paul uh, brothers, yeah. or whatever. I don't know. I, I keep mean, wanting to say Chris Paul. Y- yes, <laughs> yes. For <laughs> anybody that has an opinion uh, over fifteen or whatever, right? But yeah. But for them, have they oh. started to notice? Is there, are they like? Oh wait. Uh, it's this is turning and it's not coming back. I don't know. I don't think I don't know. So. It feels like yeah. he's just like diving deeper in. Yeah. Yeah. But I at think some you point get to that point by just having your blind blinders on, but, at, but at, at some point or maybe they still do, but they were thinking like, maybe I don't know, Academy Awards someday. Like, uh-huh. I, you know, you get that sort of, this is where I'm going to go. Uh, but it, that's not going to happen for them. Yeah. And that's fun. Hey, I, that's <laughs> a re- got a redemption yeah. story. I'm going to root for Logan Paul in 10 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, it could happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're all, uh, we can all a, grow a, and learn. A healthy yeah. dose of humility, though. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like he's on that path. For yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah. Uh, the only other new release uh, was uh, The Last Full Measure, uh, which opened up at number 17 with 1 million. Strangely, like a lot of movies made a million, at least a million dollars over the weekend yeah i mean audiences are that want to see stuff probably had a lot of stuff to choose from but most of the it's, it's oscar season it's all that it's yeah. people catching up on oscar movies yeah, yeah. Quiet. Well, that was my choice to be like i could see another new release oh i'd rather catch up and like try and see yeah. all the oscar movies yeah quiet sports weekend Mm-hmm. no nfl football that's that means something oh yeah mm-hmm. it really does yeah. no meaningful nfl football and will affect this coming weekend too. Yeah, yeah. We got a bad weekend coming up, right? Yes. Let's talk about what's that, coming up. I mean, like, do you think that the Kobe news kept people out kept at me, all? I, I kept me. I mean, I was going to do either. Uh, it, kept, it kept me from seeing possibly three movies. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because I was yeah I was going to do Jojo Rabbit or go see Little Women, and then um, I was going to do Marriage Story last night. But by that point, I was like, already I need something. Exhausted. I watched I watched fucking Kingpin. I was like, I just want the dumbest, stupidest comedy. Oh man, possible. that's great. Yeah, Kingpin's funny. You know what? Silver lining. You watched Kingpin. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah I, I, I was happy with my decision. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you're right. I think like for LA natives, like it really did kind of pause the day it was like like, we'll just try again tomorrow but for day today millions of fans all around the world i'm sure yeah Yeah. if he and he's super popular overseas like really popular overseas so this is my entire family like they don't know anything really about you know basketball specific but like that's a name that gets through it's someone that globally has um kobe yeah recognition people yeah people yell it when they put no, trash they're, in the can they're gonna make a shot like it's, it's, <laughs> he was synonymous with a made basket mm-hmm. these are all those are these moments where i'm like i just realized today like i'm like oh i gotta go find out what Shaq says on inside the nba like i yeah. gotta go find out what this person says i want to know you know like there's so many people you're just waiting for the reaction i was like curious yesterday afternoon after you know the news had broke it had been a minute uh like, oh when's the lakers next home game and it's tomorrow night tuesday it literally just got moved Oh, it did? Oh, it did? Yeah. Oh, wow. It got delayed. I, or, or at least I read that in a text thread. I, that's the other thing about yesterday is like I was 
informing people all the wrong things like as news came out you know oh, like the beginning Rick of it Fox. is all the people like yeah like this was what was going on this and like slowly you're getting to like it takes 12 hours it takes a 12 yeah. hour news cycle to get to like what exactly happened yeah, were you like spreading Rick Fox rumors and stuff <laughs> no but I was saying like they've canceled all the NBA games today because I saw that a, oh, a yeah. tweet you know that was like uh, from like a sports person I was like oh they must all be canceled I, I, people no, were don't. like I can't believe they're not canceling the games I'm like yeah I don't I don't know really? yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you yeah like they can play like so, probably some of them want to play I think to yeah. a certain degree you have to because mm-hmm. yeah. all that happened but like what people did I thought it was the 24 second shot clock violence like they found ways to address it in the moment and now like they have a couple weeks before the all-star game which is when i think they'll do the yeah a bunch of stuff. stuff yeah yeah um yes but so i was looking at the ticket prices to set a curiosity because it was clippers at lakers which is always already a huge game. marquee yeah. matchup um and tickets were going like nosebleed tickets were going for about a thousand a piece <gasps> but that's oh insane God. that's that's really really wild um but now they <laughs> i guess they're getting refunded i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. interesting well yeah yeah feels like they should play i think so yeah but do you think who who do you think calls that shot do you think if does it like it if lebron says i don't think we should have this game on tuesday is that is his does he have enough sway where yeah yeah you think yeah. so what do yeah. you think Ken? Does LeBron James have the sway to, to delay have a game, game? Yeah, to have a game delayed. Uh, with, um, no. With this sort of back, with this, with the in this, this moment, pu- yes, but yeah, in, in general, moment, no. Using with this kind of event with public backing, you, you don't think he could? My opinion that doesn't have any bearing whatsoever is no. I no. don't. Know, I don't know. But like yeah. at the same time, I think, uh, yeah, LeBron James. First of all, I don't know that there's any uh, thing that would connect that if LeBron. Would I'm just do curious, that. Just, but like in general, I think you know because i would hope that whoever it is has to take into consideration that every uh, sporting event of this magnitude has uh you know not just the 30,000 people that are or 17,000 people that are going to go to the game uh not just that but there's the the tv deals in the markets and the people around the world who are expecting this uh there's 29 other NBA teams that have their own considerations of things that maybe they'd like to have delayed. Like Mm -hmm. there's so many things going on. Like what's the level where we stop and we say like, okay, this is acceptable. And this is it. It's like, uh, it's, it's, it seems to me that like, I would hope LeBron James, whoever it is, wherever those considerations come, it's like, Hey, let's, uh, I I personally, I don't care if they delay the game. I I don't, I'm not, uh, I'm not, invested at all uh, but i do think a player even if he is your most valuable player and even if he is you know this is a total hypothetical on my end i have no well, idea no, maybe, then it must be it's the buses it's like genie yeah. bus and that family who do it yeah and I, but you have to also get that agreement from the clippers and then it's just like you know i'm just trying to think like montrez harrell is just some player on the clippers and he's like i just flew my family out here yeah. for this you know and there's yeah. gonna have to be a first game yeah you have point. to do it at yeah. some point and honestly they should have. They should have kept it two days, and it's two days later. Yeah, I mean, like I'm not saying like, oh, that's enough Get time over to grieve. It. But, yeah, yeah, it wasn't but last I night. I think it would have been. Yeah. if Kobe was on the Lakers, then it's sure. a different situation. Like yeah. if he was gonna play in the game, then we're like, yeah. oh my god. And it's still, I'm sure. All, I'm, I'm Kobe goes to the games. He's a part of that team. He's a part of that locker room. Everything yeah. like that. Super sad. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it feels like the, the chance for something very cathartic in that sort of game with like both LA teams playing first game back. Like, it seems like it could have been something 
special. Um, but I guess well, we actually, this, so this now thing the first is game, not but, even true. Yeah, we don't yeah. know that it's even true. And yeah, I, it's and coming I could from also, Mike McClure. <laughs> but if it is true, I could also see like that the Staples Center is still open that night and it's going to be a two-hour like come and you know like like all the Lakers will be there. Like I could see them flipping that into a fan event yeah. type uh-huh. thing. A vigil, de- something like that. It's definitely been postponed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, do we get into what's coming out this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> uh, a fuck, Gretel and Hansel? Yeah, yeah. So you could ease some of your pain going to see Gretel and Hansel. Is that how it is? It's not Hansel and Gretel. It's Gretel and Hansel. Gretel and Hansel. Yeah. This, it's turning the story on its head. Is I think the whole deal. Yeah. It's uh, it's not your mommy's Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> Good <Yeah>. tagline. <laughs> <laughs> not your mommy's Hansel and Gretel. It's your daddy's you know, your Gretel and Hansel. Your mommy was always talking about Hansel yeah. and Gretel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it, it, it could be kind of interesting. I don't know what Gretel and Hansel. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that potential like, there. I like that folklore type. If it's like the Vivitch like, or whatever, yeah. if it's like kind of like in that time period, and I'm yeah, I'm not opposed to seeing something like that. Just a January thirty first release date doesn't inspire a lot of no. confidence. I don't care at all. Yeah, no. somebody like someone needs to be bold at some point and like release a big. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my my body got the best of me there for a second. Uh, someone needs to just say. We're going to do a big movie in January and it'll do fine. I think this is so clear of like, we know the Super Bowl is this weekend. We know that's where people's focus mm-hmm. is. Yeah. 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 I mean, some weekends. Yeah. You, you know, it really with. turned January on its head. Uh, I think it was January. It was uh, back in 91. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Was released it, it, was in January. Febru- it was January February, or February. Yeah. I think it was February. Like, but it did it. It swept the Oscars. It made a yeah, ton of was, money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was pretty and it was pretty wild at the time too absolutely like, yeah uh i forgot about that yeah that the silence of the lambs waited a whole year essentially to, <laughs> to to kick ass at the oscars yeah but that was like a that was an event movie like or it became one yeah, yeah. plus like you know i mean if you're bunching up all these movies at the end of the year like let them let those movies have their chance yeah. to shine in the sun let's not make it like well am i gonna go see this or this like we got 52 of these things called yeah. weekends. Let's yeah. make them use. Yeah, I remember like October, October, November was like stressful because there was so much I wanted to see and I was missing things. Yeah. Whereas like now you're kind of like trying to find stuff. So yeah. I do wonder. Th- I wonder if something like if Us was released in the fall, if it would have had a better chance at some Oscar yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. like I wonder. Like, uh, that really, too. like timing, like schedule, release date. Like one, because you have to get a campaign going. So if you wait too long, that's not good i think that's like what happened with uncut gems it's what happened with selma a few years ago um yeah it's just all timing like sometimes they release their movies too early like uh what Mm -hmm. was it the um that ryan gosling astronaut movie first first man man, yeah they 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 put that out too early probably if they waited a little bit uh i think it would have been a better contender especially in a fucking weak year was that last year that's yeah. two years ago. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, good. God, man, time just goes <laughs> by. So, so nothing this weekend other than Gretel the and rhythm Hansel. section is the other big, uh, oh, other yeah. wide one. Yeah, no one cares about is that. It Blake Lively and Jude Law. Right? Yeah, yeah, nobody cares though. I want to be excited about I think it. Blake but I'm Lively not. cares. This is like a. <laughs> She's all like gummed she's up. So this one. She's so it. ugly in it. My goodness. Yeah. There's no well, truly. There's no movie to be excited about this weekend. So let's talk about something that someone in this room is excited about: <laughs> the Super Bowl. 
Let's just let's finish on the Super Bowl. All right, real quick, everybody. What do you think Han, Gr- Gretel and Hansel is going to make? Uh, Two dollars. All right. <laughs> what do you think the Super Bowl is going to make this weekend? Oh, I wonder what a the viewers billion. will be. I, I bet. Uh, bet viewership will be up this year. I bet it'll be sure. one of the. I, it might be the highest rated game of all time. Oh God, that would make me so happy. What makes you say that? Um, J Lo. Uh, no, no Patriots. The Niners big. are you know a, a legacy franchise. They're you know arguably the biggest. Cowboys are number one, uh, but between the Steelers and Niners, arguably the biggest, most popular team around the world. Is it really? Uh, What about the Packers? I would say the Packers are pretty big, but, you know, at the same time, it's like just even the fact that they're in Green Bay, Wisconsin. You You say Cowboys are number one. Cowboys are number one. They're the most valuable. The number two team is. I think that the 49ers, even, and especially like, People who grew who grew up around thinking about you know if they grew up with Montana and Young and just a lot of there's a lot of belief that the 49ers are uh, this really good team and the fact that they haven't been good uh, in so long other than that little stretch with Colin Kaepernick I, I think um, I think they're a big team I think that the Kansas City Chiefs you know it's like people have been, they've kind of been on the precipice for so long that it's kind of this big anticipation and I think the, the fighting superstar it's yeah. a rare moment it does this is only happened like you know depending on how you want to measure these things but maybe it's only the sixth super bowl where you had a top three offense versus a top three defense so it's like got these really good matchups of the 49ers defense uh versus patrick mahomes the mvp so you've got the oh, last year's mvp but he probably could have won it this year uh if you know whatever he's very valuable he's yeah. he's never had a bad game which yeah. is never happens you never yeah. have a player who doesn't have bad games <laughs> um, scaring the shit out of me and uh i think that uh football is popular as popular as ever um yeah. despite what you want to hear about concussions and people tuning out and taking a knee and all this kind of stuff the, the numbers still- do not show that people have tuned it out and the yes. super bowl still overrides that i think it's like a cultural event like, yeah for sure and they're gonna they're gonna come in they're gonna add in streaming they're gonna say we're in more countries and this yeah. and that it's gonna i think it'll be probably uh i would guess based on past numbers and a little bit of going up maybe around uh 125 to 130 million people could watch this thing it's yeah. crazy yeah and I, th- I i do think that no patriots is a big selling point yeah. I, think, I think just patriots fatigue definitely reached its like apex last mm. year uh last year's game just had no energy going into it whatsoever well, yeah. and you could tell by maroon five's yeah. fucking halftime show that was the oh, worst thing yeah. i've ever seen that was so that was depressing bad. it was the whole thing was it was a bad like the, the game itself like, it wasn't necessarily a bad game it was tense because it was you know like relatively close up until you also the fourth quarter. S- still get some patriots runoff because of jimmy garoppolo yeah so i like can't people, escape it yeah yeah he's he was the backup he was tom brady's backup and now he's the starter for the 49ers so it's gonna be like uh you'll even get patriots fans going like oh we should have had that guy what are you doing we got over a there? fucking chief of garoppolo i'm not fucking uh <laughs> patriots fans hate the chiefs they hate oh they do they oh, no. hate them they hate them i love it fuck you fuck <laughs> you uh, all right, real quick, let's um, let's predict Gretel and Hansel, and be on our merry way. Six, six million. Yes, I will go seven, Ooh. and I will say three, three. Oh Dang. my goodness! Um, wow, my mind was like, oh, I, my mind was going to say eight, and now I didn't realize I was going to be the high one. I think you'd be okay. Uh, I, I'm because I think horror does okay. 
Yeah, yeah. You're right. Is it a horror movie? I don't know anything about it. It's I'm, a fantasy horror thriller. This is so stupid. Like, who's this movie for? Like, you know, you take some stupid fairy tale. Like, not that it's necessarily stupid, but it's like, is it for kids? Is it for adolescents? It's for grown ups. It's for grown up. <laughs> is there any names in it? No. For Sophia no, Lillis. Four. Just good. Fifty percent. Then yeah. Four. Okay. Four. Four. Uh, Charles Babalo Babalola is in it. Sophia Lillis is the. Uh, she was Bev in it. Maybe uh, she's definitely she's definitely in this movie. I'm and oh, Allison Crygy is in this one. I think Sophia Ellis is is was Beverly. In it. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, but I'm a huge Charles Babalola <laughs> fan, and I hey. love Jessica DeGal. No, hey, uh, I know just her. Like, <laughs> do you really? Do you? Yeah. Oh, uh, who is she? She's she an nice? Australian. Is she yeah. a friend? Um, oh, that's a strong acquaintance. <laughs> okay, that's cool. I don't know. I'm curious. I don't want to like trash her too much. Well, you can come on here anytime you want, Jessica DeGal. Uh, yeah, we got Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. No <laughs> Finn Wolfhard. No Finn no, Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard steps, walks in that, through that door. He's getting his You're head. walking into a trap, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to beat him up. You're walking into a trap. And we'll Logan pull it and we'll stream it on the internet. Hell yeah. Uh, Kenneth, thank you so much for uh, stopping by and uh, hanging with us. You can uh, We can listen to you on Goofballs. Yeah, year yeah. round football comedy podcast. Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a great, uh, it's a great show. I've been able to be on it a couple of times. It's yeah, mm. yeah. Do you have a favorite football movie? Ryan's a big. I don't know if you guys know this. He's a big Chiefs fan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I like to go uh, on there. Favorite football movie or sports movie? Like as a as a sports journalist, like are there any like sports movies that you love? Um, you know, I I don't think so. I think uh, sports movies are usually pretty bad. I feel. Yeah, like. I don't think it works Blind for side? me. Like, People love that, right? I, uh, no, I to me it, like a, a a good sports movie would have been something like Draft Day. I like that kind of side of things. Moneyball? Uh, Moneyball's good. Moneyball's yeah. fine. Yeah, Moneyball's fine. I don't really uh I don't know, like to me that felt There's no good football movie, I don't feel like. What's is is there one that's considered like the best football Rudy? Rudy? Yeah. Any I, given uh, Sunday? Any actually kind of like any given Sunday. I mean, yeah, it's fine. I, it's yeah, I don't uh <laughs> I was actually thinking like uh, of my next like project. Maybe I would write a football kids movie. You know, mm-hmm. something like a uh, sort of like little rookie Giants. of the year or a little big league, but for football. Mm-hmm. Kid uh, has to play. Kid plays professional football. Yeah. <laughs> gets fucking annihilated. What about a kid that's double the size of all the other kids? Uh-huh. And that's yeah. who the story's about. Yeah, it's, story. it's the Andy Reid story. Story of young Andy Reid. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, but you can't yeah. play, Andy. <laughs> oh, yes, okay. Have you ever seen? Has there, has there ever been a movie where they referenced the Chiefs? Um, and it's really hard because the NFL doesn't give out like they're very no. I feel like maybe the Chiefs appear for like a second in Jerry Maguire, uh, and then the I know the Chiefs were uh, like part of the storyline in this last season of Ballers. But I didn't watch. Oh, that. really? Yeah, uh, The Rock uh, buys the Chiefs. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Which I should be like over the moon about. Just yeah, right. To watch that, but to, finally, just, The Rock owns your team. Hey, yeah, just, Rock, why you buy a <laughs> Stole it from the Hunt family. I wonder what happened there. <laughs> uh, yeah, goofballs, a football podcast. Yeah, and you can uh, check him out on SB Nation, writing about the Chargers in California in general. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, boltsfromtheblue.com mm-hmm. is uh, a Chargers website site that i'm writing on a lot right now uh turf show times is the rams website uh, i still plug field goals which was my seahawks website yes. uh and i do that um i watch uh, uh i'm in an episode of curb your enthusiasm this season oh yeah so watch for that i'm very excited nice. the That's season awesome. is back 
It's I don't great. know if you guys have watched it. I watched the first episode. It was really funny. Isn't the first episode the best in like a long time? Yeah, it definitely it um, brought me back in. The last season of Curb, I was like, huh, I don't know if I just I'm into him just being an asshole to everyone. Yeah, it was different. This, this year, I, I thought like, that first episode more. was just him being an asshole to everybody. Like, I'm, ba- I'm back on board with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, it was it was that same way like when when Larry puts on the MAGA hat. It was like, oh, that's like a George Costanza thing. Like, I'm really, yeah. that's fun. Keeping, that's how he's keeping everyone away. It's like, yeah. yep, that's really yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. Really uh, cool. Well, guys, you can find us on Twitter at Fantasy Flicks. You can go to Facebook and Instagram at Fantasy Flicks League. And go on to iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe. Give us five stars. And go to FantasyFlicksLeague.com. 2020 is happening. Start a league. It's a lot of fun. We'll see you next time. Goodbye.